Weekly Lost Podcast, episode number 199. Hey, cool, you fixed it. Don't expect anything. The chances of getting a signal are slim at best. Static's good, right? No. Reception is good. Wait, what's that? It's Russo's signal. Oh, crap. But this radio has a wider bandwidth. <laughs> That's what you call a party in a podcast. Hold it! Stop, do you hear that? Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Production Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Party in a Podcast, known as the Weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we are here to talk about our initial reaction to La Fleur. Little Creole happening. Yeah, we are. Stephanie, this was an awesome episode. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I loved it right up till the end. They really took a major nosedive, but luckily it was in the last 30 seconds. So I'm gonna pretend it didn't even show that scene for that period of time. And I'm gonna say this was a totally awesome five out of five stars episode. It was really great. Could you turn my headphones back up, please? Sure. There you go, Steph. <gasps> that is so much better. <laughs> Very cool. Um, tell us, tell us, what did you like about this episode? I really liked this episode. I liked everything about it. I really did. Um, I got my own nosebleed from the three years here and the three years there. And it was, um, my eyes were playing tricks on me. So I was having a hard time keeping up as to what was going on. But, but I liked that they were showing you pieces from when they first arrived in the late seventies, early eighties to, To present time. Right. Where they are now. Um, I really liked that in this episode we got to see both of those going on rather than only seeing one part of that and having to wait for the other. Exactly. Or never getting it. So so basically they were able to give us the the whole gist, as you said, of of seeing everything. You know, the we don't yes. have to wait until three right. more episodes to do oh, let's do a flashback and tell them how they got to the three years right. ahead. I, I liked, liked that. I really did enjoy how they told both stories at the same time in the same episode. So I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. So we saw the statue. Yes. First thing. You know, I was thinking, you know, are it maybe, you know, are we ever going to see the statue? And and that's a crazy question. Maybe that's just obvious. However, I'm, I'm just want to say that I was glad to see the statue. So it seems that the first time they jumped um, after Locke went down the well, you're paying attention to the chat room and not I just, looking no, at me. I, but I'm listening <laughs> to know. you. So the first time Locke went down the well and they says, you know, wherever he is or whenever he was, the he's, you know, we're at a place where this well never existed. And they look around. And of course, that's when we, we thought that that was when they met up with Jin. And so we assumed right then and there they were in 70s Dharma time. But it wasn't until something else happened that put them in the Dharma time, the 70s Dharma time. And the so we actually went back to an earlier time. The flash as as John was going down the well is what took them to the statue. Yes. When John reset the FDW, that's when they flashed this, back to the 70s. Yes. Okay. But I, I, I was just like, wow, we got to see the statue, cool. which was really, really awesome. I 
totally dug that scene 100%. So this whole, <coughs> excuse me, this episode was titled La Fleur. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was kind of shocked to find out that, that Sawyer is kind of like somebody, you know, we, well, at, at the beginning, we kind of thought he might be the man in charge. It, it made it appear to be that way. Turns out that he's just the head of security and that right. Horace is the big guy on campus. That is that is correct. I, I kind of like that, though. I did. I did. Um, I, I kind of liked Sawyer in this episode. I've never I've never really been a Sawyer fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've you know, sure, they've shown some of the softer side of um, Sawyer throughout the the season here and also at the end I of like last this season one. well i really think that and i've said this before i really think that he is well he's being james now right yeah, everyone's calling him jim or james and and so I, that is who he is now yeah i think that he's still has those you know those great one-liners that we love to hear but i don't know i like to hope that 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 um shaded character that we met in season one has kind of you know that he's maybe gone. the darkness has chipped away a little bit you think that the island has brought healing to his soul there you go very cool all right so we see horace again which is very cool mm-hmm. now horace you guys well first of all i just want to say uh and i'll ask the chat room we've got uh plenty of people in the chat room who will probably be able to answer this immediately but the question is is it the same actor playing horace now that played Horace in the future when when Locke kind of saw him doing the time reset thing. I don't know. And everybody in the chat room, Everyone there it is. Yes yes, 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 yes. So okay. <laughs> I've never seen so many yeses. Good grief. <laughs> <laughs> um, I so, will say this. No, we were we were um, and other fans of of heroes were giving them over there a kind of a hard time because because Hayden's um, who plays Claire. Her hair was looking, you know, kind of bad. Right. And, um, but whoever did Horace's wig, um, hello. <laughs> it was horrible. You think so? Yes. It, 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 it looked unnatural, but. It looked very much unnatural. Gotcha. Okay. But maybe it's his real hair and it was just supposed to look like he's been in the jungle for a long time. <laughs> very cool. Is at the Dharma Wig Shop. All right, so it, and that's what uh, is it? Zionel says. Anyway, uh, Stephanie, I have okay. we had seen and witnessed a birth of a child, a little baby boy. So on whatever the island. happened, that 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 now lets women not carry babies to term hasn't happened yet. Right, and I'm thinking so that's it, cool to know. It probably I, my guess is that it has something to do with the purge and the gases that were in the air. I think so. Yeah, that that that's my own personal feeling. So, and of course, it looks like some other folks in the chat room are saying the same thing, such as Chris Lackey and a mm-hmm. couple other folks. Now, this is not my theory, but as I was setting things up to record tonight, and of course, there's a phone number, uh, folks in the chat room, if you want to call in during anything, uh, our t- conversation tonight, the phone number is in there. In the chat room, you can dial in to the studio line. But anyway, before, as we were setting things up here, I saw somebody say that Horace and, what's her name, Amy? Amy. Mm-hmm. Horace and Amy, their child is Jacob. And huh. and the the reasoning behind this is, number one, I, I find it interesting to think that, you know, usually when a child is born, a lot of fuss is made over it and what you name the boy mm-hmm. nobody's N- talking about nobody's mentioned the name so that number one is suspect to me yes so i will say 
No name for the child given in this episode. Therefore, okay, the name is important and this child is important. So, part number two, flash back to some episodes in prior seasons. John Locke runs into Horace. And what's Horace doing? Well, he's building a cabin for Jacob. Exactly. But someone in the, um, Alex the other in the chat room says Richard knew about Jacob in 1954, though. Did he? That's what he says. I'm- okay. that Well, good point. So, and they're saying yes, yes, yep. yes. And yep. here, here come all the yeses. Here we go. And they're saying so good point. That, so, I'm, I'm right, sorry well. to whoever's theory that was because I liked it. They, The fact that they didn't mention the name is very suspect <gasps> to the fact that it is somebody that we know. Okay. But hold on. How about this? Reincarnation. Remember in le- two episodes. So, so Jacob reincarnates into other people. I, I don't know. I was just trying to carry on on. <laughs> okay. All right. So Michelle Dressler. Yes. From 24. Yes. Is Amy. Absolutely. I, I, the, as soon as I saw her, I'm like, that looks like Michelle from 24. Yes. And then I, they showed her again. I'm like, no, definitely not her. Well, the difference was showing her in the, in our, our losties present day and then showing her in the jungle three years ago. When they saved her from the others, the others, um, that was the difference. They really did a good job on the makeup on the two times because she really did look different. Well, and for me, it was the first time I've ever seen Michelle Dressler in uh, in HD. So I think that okay. added, I didn't know that she had some freckles. You didn't. I didn't. People don't think Kate has freckles either. <laughs> so anyway. And and if people get upset that I call her Michelle Dressler, please forgive me. It's just something I do. Whenever I see somebody in a TV show once, it's hard for me to break them out of character. So I'm waiting for Jack Bauer to come save everybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. Um, there's also a guy who, in the very beginning, when they see Horace um, blowing up the trees, the the guy who runs and, well, not the guy, the guy who stays in the station while the other guy runs to get Sawyer, was on Friday Night Lights. Okay. So just that I've seen him somewhere before also. I liked seeing the, I liked seeing the, um, the Dharma Station, which was the Pearl, I believe. The Pearl is the one where the, all the TV screens are. Okay. Right? I don't know. Yeah, it's the one. It's the I, one. I have no idea what station's what. Okay. Well, anyway, it, it, it seems <laughs> to be that it was, or the, yeah, the one with the question mark. So, or I where lost, the question mark was. I lost track about but that. But I'm almost positive ago. that was that was the pearl, and um, and they said the flame also had TVs, so that's a good point. But anyway, it, I I believe it was the pearl where they were, and I liked seeing that in its in its original state you know and, okay. and seeing how clean it right. was and and almost how new and state of the art right it was so it was neat. very very well done i believe and the next thing i i, I saw that i kind of wanted to point out is the record spinning scene does that ring a bell you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. so you want to set that up talk about it explain Are you it talking about when when daniel said um yeah. miles had asked him a question and daniel said um, no more flashes. The the record is is spinning again. We're just on the wrong song. Exactly, and or what we're I, just not on the song we want to be, or something like that. But I really liked that. 
Yeah, but not not only did I like that scene and the analogy and stuff, but I liked the imagery that they yes. were doing with the cinematography. It was really good. You know, we've seen we've seen that what do they call that? A panoramic view of Locke, you know, when he had his yeah. orange in his mouth or whatever. They kind of did Which that once. It was really creepy by the way. It was. Okay. But but um they kind of did that. I've seen in movies where they've done it once, but I've never seen it where they just go around and around and around and it kept going around. I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm starting to get dizzy. No, I really wasn't. But it was, I liked it. It was really good. I really enjoyed I, that scene yeah. just for the pure way they told that story of that conversation they taking place. They did a place. good job. Really they, enjoyed it. They did a very, very good job. Um, okay. I thought that uh, someone in the chat room here was talking about that they thought it was a shame that they brought Kate back only 20 minutes after they... Um, showed you Juliet and, and James together. Uh-huh. If that wasn't predictable from the beginning. Oh, yeah. Then I, I'm sorry for those who were surprised. Yeah. <laughs> because um, I, I knew from the very, from, from pretty early on to when in the season that they were going to end up together. Before Juliet and, Juliet and, and Sawyer, before the others, Losties came back. But, um... But I like it. Right. I like it. And I hope that, I mean, even though they showed him have a reaction to to seeing Kate for the first time, I really think that, I really want to believe that, that they'll write him as over her. Because I think, I, I like it like that. I, I was I like digging like his that. straight hair pushed behind his ears he had on. <laughs> I mean, really, they're... they're turning him into a more lovable character for me. They are. And and Chef Mark and several people in the chat room are saying, but doesn't she deserve to be happy for just a few moments? Do they have to come and ruin it? And that's exactly um, what I think. It, she was happy. She's in bed naked with him. That's I'm, right. I'm guessing she was pretty happy. Yeah, she seemed pretty happy. Which is a completely different issue than I have because I want to know with whoever wrote this episode, why does Sawyer get to sleep in a t-shirt and boxers and uh, Juliet's laying there naked? Although that was a very sexy view of her back, I might say. All right. There you go. <laughs> Give her a t-shirt. How come he can sleep in a t-shirt and she can't? I mean, come on. Oh, goodness. So, anyway, they did not um, They did not show... Uh, Sawyer did not tell Juliet that he was going to go meet with the rest of the, the gang. So, that's kind of suspect as whether or not his... You know, that was suspect as to his motives on running out the door, I right. understand. But, um, yeah. Hmm. So I don't know. I, I let's let's go back to this. <laughs> they're not going to they're not going to write the next six weeks as who will he choose? If they do, <laughs> I will stop watching this show. <laughs> That's just I'll tell you, when he walked into the house and brought her the flower and they were in the kitchen and you were great today. Thanks for believing me. Blah, 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 blah. blah. I was waiting for a little kid to run out and go, Mommy, Daddy. Yep. yep. <laughs> That, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. Little two-year-old running out. Yeah. Yes, that would have been very awesome to see. All right, so let's see here. Of course, then that wouldn't have made sense because, of course, they were all very excited about the birth of the child that she had just delivered. So. Yeah, I know. So anyway, uh, your your buddy with the eyeliner on. Your buddy with the eyeliner on. I thought that was an interesting comment for them to write into the script of the really show. It really was. Especially in light of the story that we shared, I think just a couple weeks back where we had uh, read an interview that was done with uh, the actor that plays Richard Alpert. And he says says that, no, he does not wear eyeliner. That's his real 
dark lashes. Yes. All right. So anyway. Which he wears very well. I loved the conversation and the scene between Sawyer and Alpert. That was awesome. I want to just tell you, that was amazing. Uh Uh-huh. I just felt the intensity of that moment. And I love that Sawyer just went out there, as a matter of fact, and flat out told the truth. That was amazing. Yes, that was really good. He told the truth, and it was relevant. It was it was just awesome, and it was very mature, and and, and it was just well played out. And I loved how he said, you know, he he gave the proof that he is not with them, and the the things about the time, and John disappearing, and and the bomb, just awesome stuff. I loved it, and uh, and that's pretty much all I have in my notes. So yes. I, I think it was a great episode. Totally awesome. The only thing, like I said, you know, the, the very last scene, I didn't mind. I love seeing Hurley pop out of the minibus. That was cool. You know, the one thing I'm a little concerned about the 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 believability of the, the minibus is its ability to drive up those that terrain. Right. You know, I'm sorry, but that's a little bit of a stretch. But anyway, I'll give them that. Um Anyway, I seeing Jack walk out, but but the intensity of the Kate scene, I'm like, okay, they had to do it, and they and I and can I just say thank you, writers, that it was just for just I mean, it wasn't even a minute, so thank you for that, right? Thank you for that. I knew you had to do it. I'm, glad I'm just that glad the, the whole... last five minutes of the show was not absolutely Kate and Sawyer reunion because all of the all of the build up. Um, for this episode was the reunion you've been waiting for. And I'm so glad that it was just the last 30 seconds and not, you know, the first 30 seconds. Yeah. Because that would have been horrible. Yeah. So anyway, that. One other thing I wanted to say. Oh, we'll say as much as you want, babe. But I don't remember now. So go ahead. We got plenty of tape left here on the. uh, Plenty of tape. Yeah. So we're good to go. Well, um, while while I tried to, to, to think of it, I, we can say there'll be no show on Friday. Yes, there is no show on Friday. There's no show next Wednesday. There's no show next Wednesday. And there's episode 200 on Friday the 13th. Yes. So you want yeah. to join us. You have plenty of time. We would love to invite every single person out there in Lost Land to please come and join us for our 200th episode of the weekly Lost podcast on Friday the 13th at 1010 p.m., which is when we will do the full review of this episode. Yes, it is. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, open it up to some listener feedback. All right. And so let's go ahead and take some calls real quick. And I think I have the little button right here. Yes. Colonel Locke, is this line secure? Line secure. Go ahead. Hey, Cliff, Stephanie, Toy. This is Michelle from Texas. This is Kim from Indiana. Josh from California. Jennifer from Florida. Sam in Tucson. Kimberly from California. Paul in Memphis, Tennessee. Listener feedback. Target area is acquired. We are a go. Roger that. All right, we've got our first caller uh, from Texas on the line. We have Grace. Grace, welcome back to the Weekly Lost Podcast. Thank you, Cliff. So what would you think about this episode? Um, I know I was a little bit, I guess, happy and kind of angsty about it. I, I kind of felt the pacing was a little bit slow um, compared to, I guess, the previous um, episodes. But I, I did enjoy the little surprise that, that it was about Sawyer, I, you know, and... And 
that kind of, you know, excited me. And I was, you know, kind of, um, you know, softening myself up to that, oh, okay, Kate's going to show up sometime, I'm sure. <laughs> right, right. You know, like, oh, my gosh. But um, but everything else, it, it seemed like, you know, I was kind of, kind of like thinking, okay, is there going to be something else that's going to happen? But, it, you know, I... I think the little surprises were were really cool, and and seeing that statue and all that other stuff was 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 really nice to know. Um, so, I I think I give it like an eight out of ten stars if I were to be, you know, um, going that way. Sure, absolutely. You know? But that- um, but a, a funny story I want to tell you is that um, since you know I only started watching since the fourth season, and I had been listening to podcasts off and on during that fourth season and it wasn't until like like during the the like towards the end of last year so in between the the fifth and fourth season that I realized that the four toed statue was actually you know the statue with the foot with four toes and I was thinking it was a four toed statue like frogs <laughs> ah okay yeah, so I'm like what does this say about Toes and what you call it, it, it didn't occur to me that it was like a foot, you know. And I'm going, oh, okay. And and I didn't realize that until I was like, I think I was browsing pictures on the ABC um, site, and I saw I saw that um, that little snapshot where they're I, I I think they're like on a boat or something. And I went, oh wait a minute, it's a it's a foot with four toes, <laughs> and I had I had this. <laughs> You know, this image of, like, um, like frogs, one on top of the other. <laughs> I was like, it must be an Asian thing or something, maybe. And I'm, you know, you know, trying to think, like, you know, it's like, isn't that some sort of popular cultural thing? That is so, funny. So, so when I saw that photo, I went, oh, that is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but to this day, when I hear about the four-toed statue, I always think about the... You know, frogs one one on top of the other. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Def, I, I guess did you not see the episode yet where where they they kind of caught that when they came over around to the side of the island with Saeed? Yeah. Um, I, I finally did. Oh, finally good, good, did. good. Okay, but yeah, but but that was like before I had realized, like, oh wait a minute, it's actually yeah, toad, like it's toes. I'm like, oh, well, I yeah. feel kind of silly now thinking. You know, it's like, oh, holy cow. <laughs> yeah, for, for those who are in the chat room hearing this and on the podcast, just so you know, Grace kind of just came into the, uh, to the to Lost, I think you said right at the beginning of this season? Yep, and the beginning so, of, of the fourth season is so, when we started watching. So she's been, she's just recently been watching Lost, she's catching up, and she's been hearing us talk about the four-toed statue, and, and without the context of knowing what we've seen in, in, in the scene with uh, yeah. Jin and, and Son and, and stuff, it, it makes, I, I can understand completely where you came in, came yeah. in, well, well, came or, or, that. Or, or even when people were talking about the Black Rock, I was thinking, oh, this giant big boulder. Yep. Yeah. You know, I'm like, a, you know, it's so, and, 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 and I guess I was thinking that the four-toed statue was, was next to this big giant boulder. So I'm <laughs> well, okay, they must be like somewhere in the South Pacific, like Easter Island or something, <laughs> you know, and I, I'm, you know, I'm thinking of, of, of like Stonehenge. You know, people with with big giant stone carvings and stuff. And here it is, like, oh, Black Rock is a boat, and we're going, right. well, okay. 
Absolutely. Yeah, but um, but but I think overall, I think this episode, I I did enjoy, even though you know there was you know I I, I guess I had like um, feelings from previous you know to, to kind of um, sway my my judgment on like oh here here comes you know the the bad part or or what I would think would be kind of like souring and, and stuff like that. So, gotcha. Yeah. Well, Grace, thank you so much for calling in. We are always glad to uh, hear. Now, are you completely caught up with all the seasons now? Um, I think basically, actually, I think there's like um, I, I think there's one episode I've never seen. I've never seen the SOS episode. Oh, you should see that. That's a good yeah. Rose and Bernard show. Yeah, I mean, and I, I, I mean, I've even seen the episodes where it has um, those expose people in it. Oh yeah, yeah, because a lot of people talk about that, so I actually watch it. I went, <laughs> oh, that was kind of interesting. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like oh. Well, I see in the chat room that somebody is waiting to call in, but uh, Grace, thank you so much for calling. It was it was great talking with you. Well, I always enjoy your show, so and ho- hopefully I'll I'll I'll, I'll be um, joining maybe your um your to to be like one of your members soon also. That would be awesome. If you ever have any questions on it, feel free to email me over at uh, feedback at gspn.tv and I'd love to answer any questions you might have. All right. Well, you have a good night. Great. Good night. Thank you okay. very much. Bye. All right. So we're going to wait for our next caller to call in, but Stephanie, you said you had something that you remembered before we take our next call. Well, I did. I, I liked the way that when we were, um, when we were three years ago, uh-huh, Jen's English was still choppy, but when we were three yes. years in the future, it was more clear. That's all. Oh, okay. Absolutely. The, there was a distinct difference tonight. I there know was. You, you had issue with his well, English yeah, had, a few weeks ago. During the and, jumping, I had issue, yeah. but I definitely don't under, I don't have an issue with three years ahead him speaking some yeah. pretty fluent English. So anyway, I just, I liked it because it was a distinct difference between the two. All right. Stephanie, who do we have on the uh, phone now? Okay, so we have Alex from Ohio on the phone now. Hi, guys. Hi, how are you? Very good. Very good. What did you think about tonight's episode? Well, I kind of have two comments. First of all, I thought it was a really good episode. My, uh, my first thing I want to say is that as a person who could really care less about love triangles, uh, if Kate messes up Sawyer and Juliet, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be real mad. Absolutely. I could not yeah, agree with you more. I, I, I so agree with you. And I think that if they write it that way, I'm going to have to start um, petitioning for Kate's death like we did. Um, like we did Nikki for and Nikki and Paulo. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't I don't hate Kate, but I will if they try to mess that relationship up. Yeah, I think you just good for each other. I think you do hate Kate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, well, Kate, I do. Kate and Jack are kind of very... They're into bull ass, and in relationships, they just want to bull around. And Sawyer and Juliet are very straightforward, so they go well together. I think I I agree with you. I totally. I agree. would rather see Kate and Jack together anyway. Yes. Yeah. I well, I guess my go ahead. Uh, my other question or my other thing is, I'm really interested to see how the relationship between the hostiles and the Dharma Initiative breaks down to the point where there is a purge. Right, who breaks who breaks the truce? Yeah, what happens right. what what kind of interpersonal relationships happen between the two factions that gets to such an extreme level? Yeah. Yeah. My my question is where is Charles Widmore in this? Yeah, is he still on the island? You know, who knows? I mean, it's it's right, less than 
it's 20 years after he was there, and he said he was there for 30 years, so he's probably still with the others. Th- that's Yeah, that's... Oh, that's right. And Ben was the one who was in You're charge right. of the purge. You're right. right. That's right, because Charles Woodmore was an other. He wasn't. Charles Woodmore was not. No, he a wasn't Dharma a guy. Dharma. He was an other. Wow, thank you for clearing that up for me. I, I don't know why I mixed that up. Ben's dad was part of Dharma. Yes. And, and Albert kind of recruited him mm-hmm. to. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think that they're definitely probably going to all you know, the the Losties who are in the 70s now, I think somehow they're going to leave and get to the present time before the purge happens because, you know, they can't all die. Exactly. Exactly. So hopefully we learn what happens, you know, more specifically. Very cool. What part of Ohio are you calling from? Northern Ohio, uh, Southern Ohio area? Northeast, outside of uh, Youngstown, which is in between okay. Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. Well, if you're ever interested, you should come down to our finale or premiere parties that Absolutely. we have sometime. All right. Bring some friends. Okay. Alex, <laughs> thank, you thank you so much for calling in, man. Have we'll a talk good to night. you soon. Yep, you too. All right. Bye. So we have Chef Mark coming up next here. Uh, Chef Mark from New York City. How are uh, you, sir? I'm I'm actually I'm actually not Chef Mark tonight. Tonight I'm a three toed sloth. You're a three-toed sloth. Yeah. What would you think about the we episode? Had a, Mark? We had a statue that was made out of four toes, but I'm a I'm a I'm a three-toed sloth. All right. Okay. So 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 tell me, what did you think about the episode? I loved it. I really loved. I like like it when you see them sort of integrating into this whole time frame. Like it's like it's like we almost get a new show in a way. Like yes. when, when every time, like the first we discovered Otherville, it was really cool because we got to sort of discover how life works in Otherville, and then. Of course, this was Dharmaville at one point, so now we finally get to see it as Dharmaville. Um, and, of course, then how, how do these strange people end up integrating into it? And I thought that was cool. The thing about Sawyer, he really is a good con man through and through. He knows when to tell the truth. And in this episode, telling the truth was his con. I mean, that's how he's conned them into believing his story, which Absolutely. is entirely the truth. Yep. Yes. I just love it. I, I, I did like that as well. And of course, I loved uh, I loved seeing Sawyer and Juliet together. Uh, I've always been a huge fan of Juliet. I love her, and I think they're going to be good together. But it's like, man, can't she get more than like a few minutes of happiness? You know, Absolutely. she's been happy for three years. You've just only seen it for a few minutes. Yeah, but it's no fair. <laughs> it's like it's like Whitmore saying to Locke, "How long has it been since since you've seen? Me? For me, it's been twenty five years." He's like, "Oh, it's been four days." <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, just because she's back doesn't mean it has to be the end for them, though. Not necessarily, but it's definitely going to going to throw a monkey wrench into their happiness. And I think we may discover they did not show Juliet's uh, belly, um, so we're not sure if she's pregnant. But I think that might be an interesting uh, monkey wrench for them to throw into it. No, they showed her belly in the kitchen scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, well, it could be that she's, but she could be pregnant and not showing yet. That's true. Yeah, I, I would be I'm a huge fan. People be- really want some babies on this show because <laughs> they want Kate to be pregnant. They want Juliet to be pregnant. We've seen Amy just had a baby, and we want to know who the baby is. They're all trying to grow a possible reincarnation of Jacob. There you go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but I really liked also kind of like the Egyptian imagery in the in the show tonight. You know, we had we got to see an Ankh, which was you know Paul's the the necklace that Paul wore around his neck, the Egyptian 
uh, symbol of eternal life. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And then apparently the statue, which we finally saw, it has this very, very vaguely Egyptian look to it. I know people in the chat room have been uh, talking about that, and one person in particular was saying that they think it's Anubis, uh, which it could very well be. I mean, we don't know, but that's really cool. So the other thing was that Horus, I was thinking his name was Horus, like H-O-R-A-C-E, um, but Horus, H-O-R-U-S, was also an Egyptian god. Nice. So it just seems like there's a lot of Egyptian stuff going on. Nifty. I think they just need to pick a thing and stick with it because my head is like... <laughs> they got their Christian imagery. I they know. got their Egyptian stuff. My head is going to explode, uh, I swear. The philosophers... Pretty soon they're going to have, like, Jewish mysticism in there. You know, it's Probably. Like Madonna's going to show up doing the Kabbalah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that they're just trying to really tell great stories, and, and they're not trying to push any one or the other, obviously. But, th- but they're basically borrowing the best of, of everything to, to kind of really tell a great story I that I think yeah. in the end is really going to... I, I, I'm really hoping at the end of, of season uh, six that... The zombie season. The zombie season, yes. Uh, no, I'm seriously... I, I hope that at the end of season six that we actually just... Are like wow, that was awesome, and 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 I don't want. Well, we will be. I I don't want all the answers, but I just want to say, wow, I never saw that coming. Hey, let's not forget the Egyptian symbols in the um, in the clock, the the you know setting the pressing the button. Remember when they didn't press the button? We had all those hieroglyphs. Those oh yeah, hieroglyphs. Yes. Yep, and there that's, were hier- hieroglyphics on the. Uh, on the place where uh, Danielle's team got sucked down, that whatever that building was. Yeah. Very cool. A lot of cool stuff. Yes, indeed. Excellent show to be for sure. So um, we're going to see if anybody else wants to call in, Mark. Uh, thank you again. Bye. We're always happy to have you call into our show. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, Mark. So what were you going to, what, what do you got on your mind there, Steph? Okay, so several people have posted in, in the chat room um, about Horace's wife. Yeah, We met Amy in this episode. But in the episode where um, where um, Horace meets Roger Linus and Ben is born, yes. he has a different wife. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Just... So we'll so ho- that'll hopefully that'll be, yeah that'll be a weekend review kind of thing. Uh, well, that's what I was going to say. I was just going to bring it up and say that, that would be perfect for the weekend review. Yeah, I'd love it if somebody could pull up and do like a screen capture of a picture of Horace with his wife when Ben was around and and this situation. <coughs> that would be cool. And I'm pretty sure that her name was Emily. No, Olivia. Olivia. Oh yeah. Okay. Olivia. Nifty. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to go ahead and start wrapping things up here. Let me hit the uh, the old button. She was Ben's teacher. Very cool. All right, folks, uh, that's all we have for this episode number 199 of the Weekly Lost Podcast. We really hope that you will either uh, do one of two things, that you will either participate with us in our 200th Weekly Lost Podcast You can do that by joining us at 10, 10 p.m. Eastern time on Friday, March 13th. Yeah. And you can do that at gspn.tv slash live. 
And of course, if you want uh, and you're not able to participate during that time for whatever the case may be, for whatever reason, we would love for you to call and leave your feedback on our voicemail line. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it's open to you. And the phone number for that is area code 859-795-4067. That's area code 859-795-4067. We would love to hear from you. If you happen to be somebody who's listened to all 200 or well 199 episodes, we'd love to hear from you. <laughs> I don't know if there's any of those people left. I'm sure we've uh, uh, probably offended most of those people. Probably. I don't know. But anyway, we will uh, definitely love to hear from you and your thoughts regarding this episode. On Friday the 13th, we will be bringing to you our full review of this particular episode. So there's plenty of time for you to head over to the forum at gspn.tv slash forum and participate in the ongoing discussion over the next two weeks. So I I am certain there's going to be a lot of great stuff that'll come out of this. There's probably all kinds of hidden clues, Easter eggs in the background of certain things. That'll be a lot of fun to take a look at as well. So until next time, everybody stay Stay lost. lost.